Welcome to Pop Culture Roulette for all your pop culture needs. We're America's Podcast. That's how I start every episode. Um, it's just something we do. I stole blatantly from the Dallas Cowboys because they call themselves America's team when clearly they're not. Cool. So we started cool. like, uh-huh. if they can if they can claim it, so can we. <laughs> right. Why not? <laughs> so um, we are here with a friend of mine. I haven't spoken to in a while, but we went to college together, um, and yeah. he is a working actor. So welcome, Robbie Kirkland. Hello, everyone. Um, I'm Robbie Kirkland. Um, this is more of a, oh, by the way, I probably should have told you this earlier, but this is more of a, uh, a visual podcast. So we are, I'm recording the video. So like, I might use a screenshot from it, but I I probably won't. I'll I'll make sure I'm posing in some (laughs) scenes that. (laughs) So, all right. So since I, since I've known you, um, Uh we went to college together. Uh, we were freshmen at the same time, if memory serves, right? Yep. Yeah, that's okay. right. So that makes us about the same yeah. age. Well, we've both taken relatively diff- different uh, career paths than what we went to college for. Uh, yes. <laughs> I, I um, am now a full-time mechanic living in Wisconsin. Uh, uh-huh. And you are a working actor. Um, or do you I'm have a working actor? In... Well, i a professional actor and then... Um... And then I'm also production manager and assistant to the artistic director at the theater that I work for. Okay. So, so, I, so how did that come about? Well, um, oh, well, my degree, going back to the ACC, my degree is not in any of that at all. But um, it came about because I had, I, had, I had worked with the community theater where I lived in Noonan, close by. Um, there was a professional theater also in Tyrone, Georgia, um, which I had some people that did both. They went back and forth. And so um, I just auditioned for them and I got a, a part in one of their children's series shows. And uh, after that, I they wanted me to do another show, which was Peter Pan for their main stage shows. And so I was one of the pirates in that. And just from there, I, uh, my professional career kind of took off and I started doing um, acting on stage and also was extras in uh, some, some stuff that was in that film here in Georgia too. So um, now see, this is what happened after I left Atlanta. See, I did, uh-huh. <laughs> I lived in Atlanta for 10 years and I uh-huh. think the only movie that filmed there while I was there was that horrible Lawrence Fishburne, Stephen Baldwin movie fled. Which one? Fled, Fled, I believe it was called. I just I remember. Oh, I did see that one. Uh, I was oh, it was awful. I remember they they got on their motorcycles at well, geez, was it even Turner Field at the time? It might have been Turner uh-huh. Field before um, Olympic Stadium got built. Yeah, and they and they drove I... to Stone Mountain in like five minutes. Oh, <laughs> which is not <laughs> which... even possible. <laughs> no, no, um, not but, time, but... I, 
I think that, and now I've left Atlanta and you guys were like, let's bring in the walking dead, the entire MCU, every other, <laughs> like, I cannot yep. believe how um, many things I see say filmed in Georgia at the end of it. And I'm like, what the heck you do that right, now? Right. Exactly. Um, I've actually worked as a stand in, in the walking dead. Um, okay. And season two of the walking dead, I was standing for, um, Carl or really Chandler was his real name. Um, and I sat on an apple crate. Um, it was the episode when they, I think it was season two when he was, uh, uh, spoiler alert for any of those that don't watch walking dead. Um, it was the barn scene where the, they brought by back this guy from the bar to the barn. Okay. Um, and they were going to shoot the guy, um, in the barn and Chandler or Carl walks in on them and they didn't shoot him. Spoiler alert there. Um, I was, I stood in for Carl for that scene on an apple crate and sat down on the scene. And for those that don't know what standing is, it's like when the actors, um, when they're doing the lighting for everything, um, like when they had to do all the different shots from angles to angles, they had to have stand-ins. People, other people come in and uh, stand in for that actor. And I was Carl's actor or stand-in for that. And so, I mean, and he I was mean, like, I, I know that I know that you're not that tall, but I know that you're no. not that <laughs> short either. <laughs> no. Yeah. So that's why sitting on an apple crate. Okay. All right. Yeah. Let's say it so. seems you felt like they would have tried to pick a, somebody a little shorter for the kid, but whatever. Well, funny you say that because Rick's standing was a female with long black hair. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. So they didn't really match their actors what they look like. So, well, because well, and one of the things I do remember in college is watching a lot of Friends with you. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. And I, I've seen it now that we we have DVRs and digital stuff. There there are things yeah. now that we're seeing that we obviously didn't see at the time. So right. like, there's a or whole understand. like web page full of like scenes that have accidentally made the real cut when it was clearly the uh -huh. stand-in for like jennifer aniston or somebody yeah. else i mean it's like uh -huh. a split second scene where like she wasn't supposed to be on camera they were talking to her when she was over here and then it cut over and and like yeah. so like or or i think it's even more than just her but i know that's the one that that seems to uh that seemed to, to be the most out. Uh, yeah yeah. So, but I mean, that was at least a girl who vaguely looked like Jennifer Aniston. Right. So they could get away with it, I guess. But Walking Dead, they they just shot it in so such stark tints, I guess, that they didn't really need the identical look of the actors. So, huh. so have you made it on screen as a zombie yet, or? I was just standing for that, and it was funny because I, um. I when I looking for the for the job, it just said stand in for TWD. So and that was before I even watched the the show of Walking Dead. So I was just when I was like, I'm a stand in. I've done it for the Drop Dead Diva, so I have experience. So um, I submitted, and then I found out that it was The Walking Dead, and that was uh, uh, when I got on set. They put me onto a white truck or yeah, white. Uh, Van, you know the kind that we used to have at ACC. Okay, yeah. Where, you know, like 16 packs. I was the only one there. Um, and they drove me 
on this dirt road back into the woods. And I'm thinking, all right, well, they're just, this is where I'm going to die. I'm just going <laughs> to die, right? <laughs> they brought me here to, to die. Um, so they brought me and it, I came upon a white house, like a white two-story house. And come to find out it's the barn that they used in season two, um, Herschel's Farm. I think yep. that was his name. Yeah. Yeah, Herschel Farm. Um, um, it was his there the house that they used, and that's where they brought me to. And um, the barn they built that especially for the the show because all the crew members were like, "Oh, we're gonna be burning this down soon," and like they, it was coming up in the next few weeks, and they were all excited about like all the special effects of that and what was going to happen. But I didn't work on that episode, so. So well, because I know. Like, I know it was a, a cultural phenomenon for the first couple of seasons. Yeah. I know, yeah. I mean, it, I know it wasn't, a, by season two, it was definitely really big. Yeah. Because, but I also know that, like, they, they're one of the shows that, don't they film, like, everything before they release it? So, like, they're yeah. filming, like, months, and, like, they're not like a, the classic sitcom where they're filming, like, the week before. Oh. Right, right, right. Oh, yeah, they they used to... The reason why I never um, wanted to be in Zombie and Walking Dead because they always filmed most of those scenes during the summer here in Georgia, oh. and having all those prosthetics oh. and everything on that during you know how the, it is yeah. down here. Yeah, um, that's when they would film all that. But the other trick for Walking Dead, I didn't think that this was going to be a Walking Dead podcast, but here we go. Um, the closer that the zombies are to the screen, the more prosthetics they have. The further away they are from the screen, they might just be wearing like a, a little piece over their like like a it, it paper sense. bag or something. Yeah. yeah. And so, but I didn't I didn't see zombies on um, on the set that I worked. Luckily, I, because it was it was all just you know the main actors, the face I, actors. I just I would be curious to see what they look like in. I mean, because obviously on TV you've got the they can clean it all up with the digital and, and things like that. Yeah. But I would just be curious yeah. to see like how freaky or how silly one either way it would be in real life. Like, yeah, I'm sure with the prosthetics that it's probably real, like gross and disgusting, but ask any actor or extra person in it. They've all worked on the walking dead. Like, so it's like, like great. Everyone's worked on the walk, but it's all been zombies. So they haven't really been. Yeah. Well, I mean, um, I mean, the show's in what its tenth year now. I think so, and its final season too. Yeah. Well, I when I moved when I left the trailer and I moved to the house, we cut cable. Uh huh. And and when I cut cable, I lost access to AMC, so yeah. like I stopped watching it somewhere in season eight. Yeah. So I just keep forgetting to watch it on Netflix and keep catch up, but. Right. Yeah, I keep and, watching other things like He Man. <laughs> which i haven't started yet <laughs> now well you put kevin smith involved in it and i'll probably watch it <laughs> <laughs> probably so but, uh, um so well you just said you did drop dead diva which is a show i never watched but i'm aware of it what i mean yes. and i do know that there's a lot of other stuff that goes down in georgia so what have you done stand in or been on screen in anything or um, yes, I have been. Um, uh, Dropped a Diva, I worked on season two of that as standing in as extra. And what um, happened was I became the part of the one of the core groups. Um, 
uh, sorry for my air quotes. I'm taking them from Joey Tribbiani with <laughs> on that. Um, uh, but uh, uh, I was became one of the core members of the law firm and dropped a diva in season two, which meant like I was, um, I was one of the regular workers, uh, like in the law firm. Like whenever they were filming a scene for the law firm, they would call me and they would call the rest of the HP core. And they would be like, we're doing this scene. We need you guys to come. If you're available, great. So that was kind of a, a constant, I guess, a constant paycheck while they were filming for season two. So you could see me um, some in the background. They Since I also look so young, too, for my age, the um, costume director also told me not to bring suits. Because, okay. it, like, I would always wear either a cardigan or khaki pants or or something because he was like you look too young to be in a suit so um like on my facebook i, I think i posted a long time ago when it came out um you could kind of see I, I screenshot some of the stuff but i'm not like the only one that i'm really apparent for there was one scene that um the boss's ex-girlfriend was coming into town and they were moving stuff out of the office and they needed an intern to move some of the stuff out and i was that little intern that was carrying all the stuff okay out and so um but that was one of the things they also filmed another hint i was in change up as well um was ryan reynolds and oh okay um, I, I saw that one yeah uh, jason ryan, bateman yeah jason bateman yeah um and the bar scene when they were discussing who knows what um, I can be seen directly in the middle of both of them as like if they shoot like like this way into it, I'm standing directly in the middle of the two of them as they're as they're talking. And it was when that, my hair was like down and it was, I had my Justin Bieber cut <laughs> all down in the front. Um, but okay, uh, well, I, I, mean, I guess to... I'll I guess I'll have to watch that movie again and see because I didn't. Um, what was it? Um... Carbonaro effect. I don't know if you've ever watched that. It's on. It was on no, after. It was on after Impractical Jokers on True uh-huh. TV. Um, uh-huh. Do you remember Bryce Hope? He was. He was younger than yes. us, so he he would have been probably a freshman when we were seniors. I think. Yeah. Um, okay. Brown hair. Yeah. Like the dark dark brown eyes too. Yeah. But because I, I went to church with him uh, in high school and you know through college, so I I I knew him before he showed up. So I yeah. know his mom, and I'm watching Carbonaro Effect, which is supposed to be this hidden camera magic show, and uh-huh. and so it's kind of like a prank show, hidden camera magic, and and they're doing something with a car, and all of a sudden this woman shows up because the whole thing is like he does like upfront magic and like tries to trick you like right in front of yeah. you, and I'm watching it, and I'm like, I know that lady. That's Bryce's mom. So I immediately yeah. Facebooked her and I was like, and she's like, yeah, I was hoping nobody would see that. And I'm like, I did. <laughs> yeah, I sure did. I'll tell you that. Yeah. But I, I, so I did, much... I, you know, well, granted, I also, well, I wasn't looking for her either, but, you know. Right. Right. But so, you thought, well, um, have you made it into any, any of the Marvel stuff yet or? Um, let's, I don't think I. Black Panther filmed here, but I was busy. Well, they also asked for a lot of African Americans too, so that didn't fit my category. But Black Panther was filmed in Atlanta, like majority of it. 
Um, but I was unavailable because I think they shot um, during one of my show times. What happens like with film is each scene takes maybe 16 hours a day to film. And so you had to, you had to commit that whole day to right. do it. And so with me doing theater, I can't commit all that. So, um, and they, I stopped doing film work when I started doing more stage work. And except for in the pandemic, when that happened, I had to go back. I did, um, I was in, well, I filmed in Dear Evan Hansen, the, the okay. musical movie. And then I was actually a stand-in again for Cobra Kai, um, for good old Daniel's son. Which, um, um, oddly enough, because of Tim, uh-huh. I I actually started watching Cobra Kai, and like oh, yeah. like a month ago, I burned through all three seasons in like a weekend. Uh-huh. It was like I was like, man, I I like that show way more than probably somebody who's forty three should like that show. Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, I haven't I haven't started watching it yet, but um, I of course grew up with the Karate Kids. Well, yeah, that through. was the other thing. Like I rewatched. The Karate Kid movies, and I was like, oh, "Yeah, I forgot how much I loved this movie when I was right, ten. Right? <laughs> yeah, I was I was the standing for Daniel son. Like, um, I forget his actual name, and I'm sure yes, it's Machio. Yes. Okay. Um, um, he I was his standing, and the other bad guy for Karate Kid was also on set that day too. But um, I like meeting him. It was like one of my childhood. I guess dreams or you know like I was I wasn't starstruck but I was just like that's Daniel's son and he looks pretty much the same like yeah he's my height and so, I, I noticed that like I mean he obviously is older now but I was like man yeah. he he has not aged the way like the guy who plays Johnny Lawrence has yeah. clearly aged but right. Ralph Macchio was like right yeah but I also saw them do um a uh a fight scene too which is really cool because watching he actually did his still does his own fight and so um that was really cool seeing how they choreograph and film all that which i've never seen before with all my film experience that i you know so when you're doing the stand-in work do you actually Uh i mean you obviously got to meet ralph macchio but do you get to like meet any of the other people or are they all just off in their trailer doing whatever and it depends on how close they are to the set um like the closest that i got to ralph Macchio was like um like i have to stay in where we filmed this it was in a hockey ring for i think it's in season four um and so i had to sit on a bleacher for that and then he comes and sits in my spot so it's just kind of like a passing by Okay. And so, um, but they'll either go to a trailer that they might have that's close by or some other holding place where they're like far away from it, or they'll take a break or they'll go over lines or something like that from all that. So, um, some, when they, when film calls it turnaround, that's when they're resetting all the lights. That's when they're resetting the cameras. They're picking up everything and like, doing all that that's the like the when you when you watch a when you watch movie or films you'll see um when they flip back and forth from one person to the next person to the next person each of those shots is their own separate shot like so they're filming one shot in this angle 
And then right. like if they're doing the backwards, like when you're conversation with this one, they had to get the camera, flip it, move it around and shoot it from that angle. So that's why the standing comes in to let the actor go and have a break from that. So Yeah, so they don't have to run the same lines like well, however many times right. it you know it takes to get the lines right the first time, but right, right. So Okay. But well, what so what projects are you working on right now that you'd want to, you know, promote? I mean, obviously, I think most of my listeners are in Wisconsin, so we're not we're not hitting, <laughs> we're not hitting the local stuff. But I know that right. I have, I know that I have a lot of friends that still live in Atlanta and I don't know. Yeah, it's hard to know who's actually listening. Like I have a general right. idea of how many downloads I get. Oh, episode, uh-huh. how, many, how many listens. But, you know, like I don't know who's listening where. I had one episode in the original run where like Uh I had like a thousand downloads in Israel for some reason. Don't know why. Never got an explanation. Only happened the one time. All right. (laughs) Interesting. (laughs) Yeah. It was the most downloads we ever got on an episode for that one episode. And it was in, and SoundCloud breaks it down by like area. Uh-huh. And they were like, you're the most popular podcast in Israel for like this time, this like hour time break. I was like, okay, I, pff, we cool. never got, we never got any fan mail or any recognition, uh-huh. but yeah, it was, you know, it was weird. But not yet. It <laughs> might be making its way. <laughs> well, cause it um, did, whatever we did, did wasn't good enough for them to continue. Like uh, <laughs> it was just like, that right, one we, episode we, we heard uh, it. Yeah. this guy kind of sucks <laughs> yeah like oh we're going to the next guy um well down here in georgia i'm we're doing sound of music for our holiday show at okay. the legacy theater in tyrone georgia um and so i'm production managing in that and i'm got a small part in it i'm not i'm not like the captain or any of the children or anything like that but um just a party goer um for that I mean, but it would be kind of weird if you were one of the kids in Sound of Music. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it would it, it would be an interesting bold take on that. <laughs> yeah, it would bring back to high school times when yeah. we had like juniors and seniors playing the kids. Well, so, I mean, high school is a little different, but you know. Yes. <laughs> so, but that's the only thing that I've really got going on we've got our next show sister act coming up after that too um but uh so far i'm i don't think i'm in it for that but i'll be production manager for that so okay which is fun all right so, so. what uh, as as you're doing this what what's feeding you what are you consuming what are you you know, like food or well i mean you i mean if you want to take it that literally yes but <laughs> no <laughs> i mean like what what are you what is i mean do you have time to like binge a series on netflix or keep up with anything or do you, it do you read like what is what what pop culture are you consuming that keeps you driving for driving um i i keep up with the mcu um and um like the yeah i keep up with the mcu uh when we have downtime it's mostly um like christmas time is not a good time for me like i am picking up with hawkeye like trying to watch all that um but 
like I won't be able to see the Spider-Man when it comes out because I've got a show that that night or a rehearsal or something going on that night. So I won't be able to see Spider-Man until maybe the Monday after that whole weekend, which I usually will see it, you know, the usually opening night for that. I used to, um, but I, it's hard to get to opening nights anymore. Yeah. Um, But uh, the wife has informed me that most every weekend this month is busy. Uh So it's going to, I'm going to have to either go see it on my own and make her mad. Right. Or or force her to be like, you know, we're, we're going to, we're going to carve a three hour block out here and we're going to see it. Right. We've got to go see it. Yeah. Um, And then uh, like I have Disney plus, but I usually just, I've watched like the Mandalorian and WandaVision. I actually have a friend who, Worked on WandaVision. It actually moved her out to California um, because it started filming here in Georgia and then it moved over to California. The pandemic happened happened, um, and then she was trapped out there in California during production um, and they picked it back up. So I still watch all that MCU stuff. Um, And what else has just recently come out? Um, some of the Netflix stuff I kind of keep up with, but it's Netflix, like, it's here or there. It's hit and miss. Um, but it just depends on my schedule if I get time, like, if I get a downtime, like, if we're in between shows, if we're not having rehearsals or anything like that, I can probably binge watch a whole, um, a whole season or something within either a week or uh, a day or so. But, it just it takes it takes time. I try to stay away from spoils spoilers too. Like if if it's something that I'm really interested in, like like the MCU, like Hawkeye or stuff, I'll try to stay off of social media so I don't get spoilers. Yeah, yeah, I, because people blab. Yeah, that is true. I like with Loki. Like the wife watched the first episode oh, yeah. with me, and she was like, uh-huh. "I'm good. You can watch this one on your own." Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, she wanted nothing to do with what if. Uh-huh. Um, and she wanted nothing to do with WandaVision. Uh, oh, really? But uh, Hawk, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, she watched with me. Okay. And yeah. So, and so she she said she wants to watch Hawkeye. So I haven't. I had to. I had to keep myself on lockdown and not watch it this weekend because uh-huh. <laughs> like she went out of town with her mother and sister, and I was like, oh, uh-huh. but it's the Hawkeye. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a new MCU stuff. <laughs> yeah. I've, well, I've it's really tem- good. I've I've been tempted to watch it and then be like, I don't know what. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, it must have played <laughs> itself. I I don't know. The right. dogs did it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, or the cat. The cat got the remote control. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, that's that's what I watch now. And after doing film too, like I hadn't done film like within ten years. So like when I was like working on Drop the Diva and I I did. The change up. I was oh, fun fact. I was Billy Crystal's crotch double in the movie. So, okay. And yep. Wait, was was Billy Crystal in Change Up? No, I it was in Parental Guidance. Oh, okay. And um, if if you ever saw that movie, um, it had Billy Crystal, Bette Midler, um, oh, what is her name? Um, I think she's uh. Spider-Man, uh, uh, Aunt May now. 
Oh, Marissa um, Tomei? Yeah. I think she was also in that movie as the mom in that, but there's a scene where um, Billy Crystal is at the baseball field and he's like badgering at this kid. Um, and the kid's like, no, I was, I'm not out. I'm not out. And then Billy Crystal gets hit in the crotch. That was me. Oh, okay. Yeah. There so, you go. I, Give, put yeah. that on your, put that on your IMDb. <laughs> I do. <laughs> <laughs> but again, it, it's like Joey Tribbiani going back to him. Shout, shout out. It's like when he went in the shower, and I was, he was uh, Al Pacino's butt. <laughs> Billy yeah, oh, okay. Um, yeah. I, I honestly say, I, I don't think I've seen that one. I, I seem to have missed that one, but I. Well, if you look up parental guidance, I think it's the baseball scene and just watch that scene, you'll know. It's like one second that it flashes onto the, him getting hit by the, by the crotch and you'll see the jump of that yeah. that was me and my crotch i mean i know you probably don't recognize my crotch or my no i mean crotch. i know i know we were friends but i don't know if we i don't think we right. were close <laughs> no i don't think so either um but that was me like they shot that was also a fun shoot i guess you could say um because i had again staying on an apple crate for the camera to get between my legs to shoot up into um, I also wore a cup for that, so it I would like, assume as much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Luckily, so. But because I worked on Drop Dead Diva, it was the same people that filmed Drop Dead Diva, and they were like, "We need a a double for him." Um, and they were like, "Robbie, we know you." They looked at three other people. The director looked at me and was like, "You'll you'll be fine." So um, I actually got to meet Billy Crystal, which was the same year he last hosted the Oscars. Um, I walk up to him and he's like, this, this will, be the, I think it was the director who was like, this will be your cross shovel. He looked at me, looked up and down. He asked me, well, which way does it hang? I'm like, <laughs> I answered him. I don't know if your audience will want to approve of that or not, but, um, I answered him. He's like, good, you'll do. And that's how I got a cup. They gave it to me. We went to the baseball field and there you go. I, you know, I, I would say that, that, um, uh... Based off of some of the jokes that the three of us have made just amongst ourselves, uh-huh. that would not, that'd be completely acceptable. It, it's probably. Yeah. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, but yeah. I will, I will say those first hundred episodes we did, we're never re-releasing because uh-huh. um, we just like to talk about them and never talk, like, we're never going to put them back out because we don't want to uh-huh. have to go back and edit. Because all mm-hmm. three of us were in a different space, but like I said, like the one guy got sober, uh-huh. so like there's def- a different energy now. And I mean, I'm not going to say we grew up, but there's definitely a point where we're like, we said some things that uh, just trying in the name of comedy that right. aren't weren't aren't funny, and so like right. we just don't want to have to edit and right. we're lazy. <laughs> so we're just like. Yeah. So we'll constantly talk about it, but you're never going to hear them, like unless right. unless you happen to <laughs> have saved them. But, right. <laughs> well, good, good. Uh, so, but all right, that well, can be on my description too. Billy Crystal's crotch trouble here <laughs> on the. <laughs> um, you know that 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 might be the episode title. Um, good. <laughs> um. 
So, well, that leads me to my next question, though. Uh, so I and I think I, based off of what you've been saying, I know the answer. Um, Marvel uh, or DC? Um, funny that you asked that because because the MCU, I switched to Marvel. But because when I grew up and um, you probably knew this, too, about Super Friends. I grew up with Super Friends and oh, grew up yeah. with the Batman and um, the Batman movies and all of that, I was always a DC fan up until the MCU started, and then I switched to MCU. Um, but now, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I will, I will say growing up, obviously, you know, you know, 89 happened, you know, uh-huh. and since I'm guessing we're both 43. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. 89 yeah. was a was there was that big momentous thing that happened in 1989 of yep. Batman, Batman and that kind yep. of revolutionized the comic book industry. I remember yeah. what that because I lived in Memphis at the time. I remember going to the library and reading Batman comic books at the library. Uh-huh. Um, so I was I, I you know, and I probably didn't know the difference at the time. But yeah. later on, like after college, I, and eventually I, I lived in Florida, but I moved up here. Um, I met some friends who were way more into comic books and started getting me to go buy comic books with them. Uh-huh. So um, when I started reading them, I found that I was enjoying the Marvel comic books way more than the DC stuff. Yeah. Now, yeah. I still would buy anything that Batman was in. <laughs> right. Right. But like, yeah. I just, Superman is so infinitely boring. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Compared to like his counterpart, I guess Marvel, which I don't know what you put him with, like either Thor or Captain America, like Superman. Well, is just a mix a of the two. Try. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and um, they found ways to make Captain America more interesting mm-hmm. where like, I mean, and in the hands of a good writer, obviously Superman can be really well done, but right. like it's, it takes like, you know, I think you can be put an average writer on Wolverine and still make him entertaining. Right. Where, where Superman, you have to put your best writer on, you know? Right. Because you had to recreate that same story that everyone tells. And that's, I think what happened with the DC movies is that um, we seem whenever they do a Batman movie, they do his origin story every single time. Which I and think it, makes the Tom Holland Spider-Man so much better. Like yes. we know, we know the Uncle Ben story. Skip it. Yeah. Get right yeah. to it. And that's what they did. Exactly. They just went right to, like, we didn't have to see him get bit by the spider. We didn't have to live through the right. trauma of Uncle Ben. Like he right. just was Spider Man. Right. And what pissed me off was, which one was it? I think it was Batman versus Superman. Uh, like going in there, I just, I think I was just in a bad mood with it because it was like, if they, if they give me the origin story of this oh. Batman. I I swear to Jeebus that, and then they did. They were like, oh, "This is what happened to Batman's parents." I'm like, "We know, we know right. this is what happens to Batman's parents." And then um, they wasted then, two really good actors on it for like a five second scene. Yes, right. Um, yeah. Luckily, they released the Snyder Cut. I don't know if did you see it for the Justice League? No, I haven't brought my. I hated the Justice League so much. I can't, I have not been able to bring myself. I know, like, I've, I've had some people tell me the Snyder Cut is so much better, but uh, like, it is. For, for my it opinion is. of Zack Snyder, like, he did one good movie. Uh-huh. 
uh, Dawn of the Dead. Yes. Yeah, the remake. But like Sucker Punch, Sucker Punch was a beautiful looking movie. Uh Visually stunning. The graphics were Uh amazing. The story is god awful. Uh (laughs) Um, I didn't see that one, but yeah. um, You know, like Man of, like I will tell you, if visually Zack Snyder is, if he just was the cinematographer, I'd be all Uh for it. But Uh like him as the writer and or director, well, I take right. that back. I did like the Watchmen. I did. That was the one that I thought he oh, yeah. did. Him, he did him. Like I loved the book, but like there were things yeah. about the book that he actually improved, which mm-hmm. is probably sacrilege. And now the basement dwelling right. nerds are coming after me. Right there. <laughs> but uh, um, but like I just like most of the DC stuff that he's done. It's just like oh, it's so boring, or it's yeah. just not good well the one that the snyder the snyder cut it actually makes justice league make sense as opposed to here's this scene and here's this scene and oh look we're gonna throw this scene at you and then like what the original or the the first yeah. cut of it was but i'd kind of like them to release the ire cut of the first suicide squad to see if that movie would be better than oh. what we got oh i've heard bad things about that Oh. About the, that cut so yeah but the second one was a lot better the second one was better but it, it was like like that new tomb raider movie when the angelina jolie uh-huh. movie set the bar this low uh-huh. it's real easy <laughs> to jump over it like right right you don't have to do too much like oh okay you're just gonna lay the bar on the floor i can step over that yep got it all right, right. <laughs> done I mean, yeah. I I will say though, like I I'm a I'm a fan of James Gunn. I think the Guardians movies are some of the better of them. Yeah. Um, Slither, in Atlanta. Slither is a lot of fun. I mean, it's not uh-huh. good, but it's a lot of fun. Uh-huh. Um, I enjoyed the Suicide Squad with that he did more than the first yeah. one, but he, at the end of it, I was still kind of like, eh. <laughs> right, like you're like, eh. yeah. That's not his best. Okay. I mean, it was better than the last one, but... Right? <laughs> Anything could be better than the first Suicide Squad. Yeah. So, all right. Um, now, here's where we're going to get weird. Okay. If you could go back in history and wedgie uh-huh. anyone, uh-huh. who would it be? Um. Well, the first one that came to mind was Hitler for... But See, I don't know if that's because I'm doing sound of music or. <laughs> but okay, that was I oh, was um, tempted to write except for Hitler, but I haven't done a lot of these interviews yet. So like, you're the first one, so you get Hitler. No one else does. Like, yes, yes. I better run after I I do that though. <laughs> um. Um. In history, uh, that. I guess I'm keeping with that. Yeah. Since okay. I'm the first one to say that. Yeah. All right. That's my. Uh, well, there you go. And so from now on, I will have to update that question to be <laughs> um, except for Hitler. Exactly. <laughs> because because I mean, it's too easy. Double. Well, and that's why yeah. I went with uh, Wedgie instead of Kill, because I figured maybe oh. there'd be, you know, like Kill, that's obvious. You know, of course. Right. Right. Exactly. Na- name another yeah. person in history that deserves it more, you know? Right. Him. <laughs> um okay 
So um, it is. It has become kind of a, a running joke on on my podcast that um, mm-hmm. I claim that I've never cried at a movie or a TV show. Um, now I also know that at some point when I was a child, I probably did, but I'm, right. I'm saying like high school till now. So but my you question, never cried. So my that, that's my claim. I you know, and I because I honestly can't remember a time. There have been a few that uh-huh. have gotten close. Uh huh. Um, but I've 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 not shed a tear at a at a movie or a TV show. Uh-huh. I, the two guys I do the podcast with and my wife uh, have decided to refer to me as some sort of uncaring, unfeeling monster because of it. So I'm on okay. a quest to find <laughs> that movie or TV show that'll make me cry. So what, what make you cry. gets you to that point? Or are you sitting in the same boat that I am? Well, yes, there's, it took a lot for me. I did tear up some for at Raya. The the last I dragon. See, I haven't watched that new one. Disney yet. movie. I've meant to um, watch it. I just haven't got it around to it yet. Right. It's about family coming back together, and okay. but I just teared up because of that. But that probably won't affect you any. Um, Coco. Have did you watch that? No, I haven't got that one yet. I own it, but I haven't watched it yet. Oh, that one will probably get you. Okay. Uh, it might be some kind of a tear. There's just one scene at the end that it well, kills everyone well so. i'll tell i'll tell you what and i haven't rewatched it recently and it might get me now um uh-huh. and you're you're gonna laugh at me but the closest that i've come is that one episode of futurama where fry gets frozen and his dog keeps coming back to the pizzeria every day oh, no. and just uh-huh. sits outside the pizzeria uh-huh. And and just like they just kind of flash, like they just keep showing, like that almost got me, um, right? But I haven't watched that in the last two years, right? Well, so it, it might get me now. Um, I right. will say without giving any spoilers away, because um, I'm guessing you haven't had a chance to see it yet. Ghostbusters Afterlife. Um, I just oh, no, went, I, I just I just went and saw that this weekend. Um, uh-huh. There was a scene towards the end of it. Where where I almost got a little misty. Oh no! It, it was close. Oh uh, no! I will recommend it though. It was really yeah. good. Yeah, it it hit a... that it hit that perfect balance of like fan service and nostalgia right. and like new and so it can go off and do new things. Right. Like they didn't like patronize you. Right like or the last one did. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was about to say. Like the ones where they try to recast it with the women. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's on my list to see. Hopefully after this show and I can go see some movies. Um but that's good to know that Ghostbusters almost got you. The yeah, well time. and I'm not I'm not gonna give you any context. It just Good. <laughs> I'm probably guessing what they might be referring to, maybe, but I haven't seen any spoilers of it yet. Yeah, no, because um, I didn't. I mean, I if I had thought about it, I probably would have seen it coming. And if I had uh-huh. seen it coming, I would not have probably gotten there. But, you know, like, well, and this is often another tangent altogether. But my problem with with the like the Ghostbusters, the all women one is that it's not a bad movie. Right. It's just not it's not as good. But it was more of like 
Paul Feig being like, well, fuck you. It's a woman. It's an all woman cast. Exactly. It like, wasn't well, like, hey, guys, just guys, let's just try it and see. Just give it a shot. We're right. going to, you know, and then and then the other thing that kind of made it even worse was like at the end of it, Chris Hemsworth had the best stuff. Right. Right. So they they didn't let the girls be who they were. Like you're, the whole point of the movie was like women can be every bit as funny. And we're going to prove right. it. We're going to shove it down your throat. But we're going to give all the best stuff in the movie to one of the, the, the best looking men on the planet. <laughs> right. Right. And yeah, I totally agree with all of that. Um, the, the, yeah, the original Ghostbusters were just great on their right. own. But then, yeah, um, I thought of another one. Um, did you not when uh, oh, which one was it? Uh, the uh, I know that the new Star Wars episodes. Which one is, is it? Um, the new ones that came out with Ray and oh yeah, Kylo seven Ren. eight nine. Yeah, seven eight nine. Um, I teared up, probably almost cried uh, when Leia actually. Spoiler alert: when she actually passed away. Um, I think maybe because. Because I knew that she had died in real life, and I had, right. you know, I had suffered through that without a movie. Yeah, like I knew that scene was coming, so like I yeah. was just like, okay, well, you know, this is something I have to, you know. Yeah, yeah, but I, I think I cried in that way. I, it was either that one, or it was probably both of them, um, because I love Carrie Fisher and her Leia. Um, it was either that one or the one, the one before that, when like she says something. I think to to one of the, when she's sending them off, she says something, and it just I was like mm, because she had already passed away at that time. I did. I enjoyed Rise of the Skywalker number nine. I thought it was uh-huh. really good. I I actually like the whole. I like the whole new trilogy. Maybe not as much as the yeah. original trilogy. Definitely right. more than the one that we all went and saw. Uh, right <laughs> in college. Because were you part of the group when we all went and saw it with Phantom Men- with Phantom Menace? Like we all stood in line. I know, I know, I went and saw it with Jonathan Fax. So probably Jonathan and Nina. I might have been. Because I'm trying to remember if it was you and your sister, or just your sister, or it might have been both of us. Okay. Yeah. Because I remember there was kind of a big group of us. I just yeah, yeah. I remember, I remember going to see like the when they re-released the original three in the movie theaters. Yeah, and I remember falling asleep in it because it was like the one, or like the the midnight showing of it. And I'm like, I know what happens. <laughs> I'm just paying twelve dollars for this nap. So <laughs> I remember falling asleep because I'm like, I know what happens at the end of New Hope. Yeah. So I'm going to bed. But uh, so. um, but I I do wonder how different Rise of the Skywalker would have been had mm-hmm. Carrie Fisher not passed away. Right. Because clearly yeah, they had. They had determined that they had an arc, like right. you know, Han Solo got the first one, mm-hmm. Luke got the second one, and yeah. she was going to get the third one, and right. they clearly had to like change all of it, <laughs> right? Right, it together, yeah. And it was uh, it's heart wrenching. That that's what got me was just her passing away. All right, but and then um, all right for the last question. Okay. If you could live in any fictional world, 
where where do you head? Where like where do you 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 pick up your camp in Atlanta and you head you can go to any fictional world. World. Where would it be? Um thinking, thinking. I'm looking around. I'm in my room, so I have like all my movie stuff all around me. So I'm trying to think a fictional world. Um where would it thinking thinking I, I would maybe hmm you got me on this one no you didn't you didn't get me on this one um it's either the first two that popped into my head was probably either like hogwarts like okay. that kind of have right. and then star wars i don't know if that's Ooh. where we actually were just talking about and it was in my head but yeah. well because like, like, I, i've thought like oh the mcu would be fun but unless you're one of them right like, it would be terrible yeah exactly yeah <laughs> oh so, look yeah. the bridge got blown up again great right. great and i'm one of the victims so now i'm dead right <laughs> Oh, look, another alien race we didn't know about is invading again. Right. Uh, yeah. Hey, I'm going to be we'll late for work. World. I'm going to be late for work. Yeah. Uh, no, no, I-5 has been blown up again. Right. <laughs> it's like going to Universal Studios. You always had to save the world. So. Yeah, so uh, I was like, unless you, unless you, because, like, well, when I asked that question to my cousin, he came up with the Star Wars universe as well, and he, he uh, had it with, like, even if you're not one of them, you're not a Skywalker or a Jedi. Like, right. Think about how much more fun that, like, because every planet is like still interconnected with spaceships. They're flying back and forth all over. Yeah. The place. And like, got like, like all the aliens and like, you know, like, I don't know how, how deep you've gotten into the Star Wars. Like, have you watched any of the Clone Wars stuff? I haven't yet because I haven't figured out what order I need to watch them in. And so okay. I haven't started watching them yet, but. No. I, I mean, Sorry. you can. I mean, there there is. If you go, if you Google it, there is a, a a way you can break down all like five or six seasons of the Clone Wars and watch it uh -huh. in like proper like order, like the like the time, like the timeline order. Or uh -huh. you could just like you can do what I did, just start with season one, episode one, and watch it through, and be like. <laughs> Okay, clearly this one happened before there, but all right, whatever. Just you know. All right, <laughs> got it. <laughs> like, because um, it it all takes place between episode two and episode three. Yeah, and um, then at some point, I think some of it's happening during parts of episode three. Uh huh. And then Clone Wars ends. You get episode three, and then Rebels starts up. Happens actually. Does okay. that take place in between Mandalorian? Mandalorian is between six, uh, be between six and seven. Yeah. Okay. So it's or that <laughs> it, it the timeline is there. Like people that are have way more free time than I do. Uh huh. Have written have down exactly like if you want to watch it exactly in order of like watch this episode, then watch this movie, then watch these ten episodes, then watch this movie. You can right. do it. You know, right. I mean, you know, but these are also the same people who have it broken down with the MCU of like, okay, well, you start with the first half of Captain America, first Avenger, then you stop right. and watch Captain right. Marvel, and then you pick up and watch. <laughs> right, this, yeah. 
they're probably the same people that helped me out when I watched The Conjuring, like all, like with the An- uh, Annabelle and oh, all those yeah. guys. I watched those in, I think, I think I watched them in chronological order. But yeah, so thank you to whoever has that free, free time to help us out with this yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah, but all right. Well, um, I appreciate you taking the time. It, it's been fun oh, catching yeah. up. Um, oh, yeah. So, um, all right. Well, oh, so I always end the episode where I try to come up with like this catchy way of saying something, but I've noticed uh-huh. with um, the interviews, I don't like because normally with the podcast, it's a um, we just kind of talk about whatever like whatever we've just seen or whatever's coming out, like whatever news uh-huh. comes out. Um, uh-huh. Recently, we've been making fun of Demi Lovato a lot um, because okay. she thinks we offend aliens by calling them aliens. Um, oh. Yeah, <laughs> we should call them E.T. I don't even remember. it. We made fun of uh, Gwyneth Paltrow for a long time with her whole be nice to water because if you're mean to it, it turns gray and the whole I'm missing so much <laughs> yeah, the whole vagina candle thing that uh-huh. was yeah so we I, made fun of, I think I heard we about made that. fun of her for a while uh-huh. um and then then we were on the kardashians for a while but then that's just like shooting fish in a barrel really so right that's so, so that wasn't that wasn't fun anymore so we stopped and... right. <laughs> <laughs> so, so um so, but normally, like with the with the story, like with those stories, I'll find a way to to end with and stupid never walks alone. Okay. But I don't have that because, like, there's no there's no inborn story here. So uh-huh. I'll just have to say stupid <laughs> never walks alone, and then I'll. Hit Which one of this, us is stupid? Um, all of us, I think, really. Oh, okay. <laughs> Who's listening and everything, right? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs>